Chapter 137 Tips in Silk Pouches Chen Yuan Qingfeng sat in the rain for a long time, looking lost. Seeing that she had no intention of getting up, Xu Fengyan reminded her, Chen Yuan Qingfeng, you can't let me hold the umbrella for you forever. Now that Gunyo Peak is leaderless, it is a great opportunity for you to realize your aspirations. Don't waste it. Chen Yuan Qingfeng struggled to get up and sneered. I can realize my aspirations, or your highness can control Mount Huishan. Xu Fengyan replied brazenly and sarcastically. You are very straightforward. I like it. Since you mentioned it, shall we have a discussion? Chen Yuan Qingfeng neither gave way. Please tell me. Xu Fengyan said. You are worried that I will take over your place and make you a puppet, right? Chen Yuan Qingfeng said without hesitation. That's right. Your Highness, you have a good family background and a high taste. I believe your appetite must be big. Xu Fengyan laughed. Listen, I only want the copies of the secret books and I'll store them in the Tingchao Pavilion of Northern Liang. I need nothing else. If you give me that, I will help you secure your position. Whether you'll be comfortable or unhappy as the matriarch depends on your means. If you need my help later, I want more benefits. Chen Yuan Qingfeng walked outside the umbrella and remained silent. At this moment, Hong Biao took a few steps forward, knelt on one knee, and said in a deep voice, Miss, I am at your command. Huang Fangfo smiled and said, I just want to continue to study in Mount Tuishan quietly, hoping that one day I can also reach Xuanyang Jingcheng's realm. Miss, your enemy will be my enemy. Chen Yuan Qingfeng was stunned, but she still remained silent. A loud voice came from the maester's mansion on Mount Longhu. The god of sword, you borrowed our swords. Do you dare to come here to return them? Li Chunggang, who was looking at the wind chime, ignored him. Then Shen Yuan Qingfeng inadvertently saw that Xu Fanyan was winking at Li Chunggang and made gestures. After seeing it, Li Chunggang rolled his eyes and blurted out an extremely indecent word toward Mount Longhu. Bullshit. If only that were the case, Shen Yuan Qingfeng wouldn't have reacted. However, what came next was a bold statement from the geezer. These are the words from Zhu Fengnian. Shen Yuan Qingfeng burst into laughter upon hearing it. After this, they headed to Gunyo Mansion. Xu Fengyan and his men were in the front, followed by Shen Yuan Qingfeng and the two swordsmen who were walking in the rain. Hong Biao said abruptly, There's something I need to tell you, miss. Shen Yuan Qingfeng nodded. Hong Biao said calmly, I was secretly invited by Xuanyang Jingcheng to come here years ago. Otherwise, with my qualifications and abilities, I would never have the courage to come to Ginwei Peak to make a laughing stock of me in front of everyone. Huang Fangfo narrowed his eyes. 
Chen Yuan Qingfeng felt relieved and turned to smile at him. I'm sorry to make you go through all this, Uncle Hong. Hong Biao lowered his head, folded his hands and said, It is fine. When they reached the gate of Gunyo Mansion, the wind and rain gradually stopped. A handsome young man walked out of the mansion. When he saw them, he said to Xuan Yuan Qingfeng respectfully, Miss, Master gave me four silk pouches with tips inside yesterday. He asked me to give them to you, His Highness, and the two swordsmen when the rain stops today. Xuan Yuan Qingfeng was slightly surprised, while Huang Fangfo and Hong Biao looked dignified, not surprised at all. Obviously, it was not the first time they got tips from Xuan Yuan Jingsheng. Xuan Yuan Jingfeng and the others took the silk pouches from the young man separately. Then Huang Fangfo and Hong Biao immediately left Snowgrand. After Huang returned to the small yet exquisite room of his, he took out the rice paper and read it several times before throwing it into the incense burner. He smiled and murmured, Jing Cheng, you didn't let me down. There were only a few words written on the rice paper. Stay in Mount Huishan for ten years and you can reach Mystery Realm. Hong Biao lived in a secluded bamboo house on the mountainside. The tip he got brought him out in a cold sweat. The tip was far less soul-stirring than the one Huang Fangfo got. Xuan Yuan Jingcheng kindly reminded Hong Biao that if Xuan Yuan Qingfeng had a grudge against him for killing Xuan Yuan Jingyi, he could tell her that Xuan Yuan Jingcheng invited him to come then. Hong Biao, who was sitting on his heels in front of the green bamboo tea table, clenched his fists with the veins on his hand bulging. Back then, Hong Biao went to Mount Huishan, and it had nothing to do with Xuan Yuan Jingcheng. At Snowgrand, he said so to exercise his wits for personal gain. The tip seemed to be a kind reminder, but it was actually a warning. Xu Fengyan was enjoying the scenery under the eaves of Gunyo Mansion. A rainbow was between Snowgrand and the Maester's Mansion. It was stunning. Xu Fengyan opened the silk pouch and was stunned. It was concise and to the point. Based on what I have learned in my whole life, you only need to ask my daughter for a copy of Spring and Autumn in Mastery Pavilion. There is a letter inside. In the end, there was a straightforward sentence. Your Highness, if you don't fail her, Mount Huishan will certainly not fail you. At this time, Shen Yuan Qingfeng was leaning against a pillar with tears in her eyes. Hong Biao is rebellious and you need to convince him by power, not kindness. When Mount Huishan is stable, you can keep him around. When it is in turmoil, you must kill him. Wang Fangfo is after reputation and I have arranged it. He will not betray you within ten years. If Zhu Fengnian has too many evil thoughts and is insatiable, go and visit the Taoist who fishes in Mount Yunjin. He owes me a favor and promises to go out for me. If Zhu Fengnian doesn't overdo it, you can work together for mutual interests. 
Burn after reading, eyes only. In the backyard of Shen Yuan Jingsheng's place, the woman also received a silk pouch, but nothing was written on the rice paper.